We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you, rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Oh, Dude, that is some fucking bullshit, and you know it. Tree of Life bullshit. Gummo artsy. You fucking hippie no. piece of shit. All right, we we determined last night this this movie is not Gummo. The, okay, it, you yes. tell yourself whatever you fucking need to feel. That was Gummo. You made us watch your version of Gummo. Dude, just I'm an artsy fartsy gummo. <laughs> That's not gummo. It was. It was the exact same movie minus the get, space sequences. I was gonna say, do you get a Planet Earth documentary in the middle of gummo? No, no. but <laughs> no, you but it, it, you get the feel of it. Okay, honestly, all right. It's a pretty interstellar movie right. to watch. There probably is like a. You definitely see some crazy shots in gummo too. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. You never see. I would just put it this way. Gummo is is a much more stripped down version oh of Tree of Life. Tree of Life is is Gummo, but if the director wanted to really, really mess with the timeline and make it go all over the place, it goes like... And told a completely different story. <laughs> and it's a completely different movie. Yeah. Then you have Tree of Life. I'll say one thing that no, Gummo has over Tree of Life. Gummo is like a 90 minute watch. You're in and out of there. <laughs> that out. movie, like, it felt like it, it was, was never long. gonna end. Dude. It was long. Something would happen and you'd be like, oh, I'm still this, feeling is the the end. this is the end. This is the end just in time. Uh, I just got news that uh, the mean one, the Grinch horror movie, is getting in a trailer on Monday. Oh, oh shit. Did I say God. getting in a trailer? Getting, getting in. in a trailer. Getting a trailer. Get that on... Grinch bitch in a trailer. <laughs> Get that, dude, dude, did you hear that? Or maybe not here, but I was looking at the poster, and I just inferred, so I didn't really hear anything, but mm-hmm. I'm inferring that they're going to base this Grinch off of Jim Carrey's version. I believe I also read the same thing. And That's I mean, what it looks like on the poster, but yeah. it also kind of looks like he has a fucked nose compared to, yeah. I guess, the Grinch's... You know, Jim Carrey's I really can't say. I just... Because I, I, I hate know. that movie. I hate that movie so much. And... I, I, I'm starting to see a trend pop up here. Like we have the Winnie the Pooh movie coming up yeah. and then they announced a Bambi movie yeah, and then you've got this the Bambi. Movie. Like, and it's just what? like, what's happening? Why, why is this happening? I don't love this at all. Like, I don't know. I'm going to see the Winnie, I'm going to see all of them and I know I'm going to regret watching every single one of them. Seriously. I mean, but I'm right there with you. I'm going to see every single one of them. Yeah. Now we're good. Are we? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so they're just, it's like they're just remaking Disney movies and making them mega shitty. <laughs> mega, like, weird horror. Which I don't know. I just, it, it's. What, they lost the rights to them? I don't know, because I know, that like. Because I know technically with Winnie the Pooh, it wasn't the Disney rights. It's the book rights, like, expired, because oh. it's over 100 years. And so they. They only got licensed to, like. I bet you the same thing with Grinch, Dr. Seuss. How long ago did Dr. Seuss write? The Grinch. It That's, might have been like a hundred years ago. I don't think it was that long ago. <laughs> I remember 
in elementary school celebrating like Dr. Seuss's like hundredth birthday. <laughs> oh my god, maybe then. I'm so, looking it up. When did the Grinch book come out? And that was out? elementary school. That was like nineteen fifty seven. It's not a hundred years old. Dude. I knew you you're on some shit. <laughs> I I must have been. No wonder you oh. didn't no wonder you didn't have nice things to say about the Lorax. You don't even like Dr. Seuss. The Grinch is probably just because yeah. the film Dude, studio I lost the rights to Dr. the movie. Seuss. I don't like the man, but I like his stories. Yes, I love his stories. His stories oh. were pretty good. What's your thoughts on the Cat in the Hat movie? The Michael that's a, Myers. That's a terrifying movie. <laughs> but the it's Michael like amazing. Myers one? Yeah. You did not so just amazing. say that. It's amazing at the same time. You did right? not just say that. So like, no, I love the Dr. No. Seuss movies. Let it be known. I loved it. Like, Grinch, How, how the Grinch told, love it. No. You are not going to look me in the eye and say that you liked the movie with Mike Myers and Alec Baldwin. Dude. That's a horrible movie. Very much. The we weird we looking owned fish. it. Yeah, yes. the scary-ass fish. The scary-looking, slimy fish. I will argue that they look better than some of the fish we saw in one of the movies. No, that thing looks like a monster. Like, if I saw that, I would kill it immediately. Dude. Like, that can't... Oh. That should not be allowed to exist. That thing is gonna do some fuck shit. If a fish looks like that and talk to me, absolutely getting filleted, bro. <laughs> filleted. I mean, chopped I, up. I like that. Chopped suey. Like, cool. No, man. That was, like, a cool design. It was, like, new. And... It's like That's, like, Jared's favorite movie. Like unironically, <laughs> favorite movie. <laughs> I mean, it, it's weird. it's. We've been ragging on him for it for years, and I was like, "There's nobody else that thinks it's the best. It's a great movie." And here I am, <laughs> right? I, I'm, at I'm here. Booty. <laughs> I I do exist. I am I am uh, with him. Cat in the hat. I I remember uh, one vivid memory of my brother going to the hospital at like one in the morning and oh. just it being in the hospital waiting room, just playing over and over again. <laughs> And I watched it probably like two to three times. That's insane. Yeah, that is I just love like that movie. that's just like not a good movie in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Like, did you ever play? Did you ever play the video game? No, dude. I didn't know there was a video game. The, I played the video game. On what? On like PS2? PS2. What? Can you guess who the final boss of the Cat in the Hat game is? Who? Is it Doctor Seuss? No, it's Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. No, Alec, oh. I, oh my god! Mind Pulp actually did a video on it. For real? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. That's awesome. Because they get to that and like they're, it, it's an infuriating fight. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Father versus son. <laughs> the Cat in the Hat. It it's weird. I don't get it, but I remember like. As a kid, like, being given the DVD by like a friend at church, like they were just like, "This was horrible." You oh just, my you just have it. We don't want it in the house. It's yours now. Get out. And of I it. was like, "Okay." And I remember being so excited because I love the Cat in the Hat books. Those were great books as a toddler, and that I don't know what the hell I saw. Like that was the most <laughs> whack shit I'd ever seen in my life. The moment when it when he cuts his own tail off and yeah. then he just starts cussing, I had never seen anything like that before. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So when I saw it. It just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> and then I was like, I can't believe I'm not that saying happened. we'll sue. I'm just saying we may have a case. Yeah, it's... it's. Yeah. It was out of place, dude. It was it, out of I, field. That, like, I would lose my mind. I, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> but, the, I I mean, that doesn't necessarily give me Dr. Seuss vibes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I didn't read the Cat in the Hat because it was funny. funny. I read the Cat in the Hat because it made me feel good. And I yeah. learned a valuable lesson by the end. I read the Cat in the Hat because Mike Myers made me cry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I saw the movie before I read the book. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Hey. Horton, here's a who. I saw the movie before the book. Sorry. 
Dude, okay, no. No cap. Orton Years Who is such a good movie. Jim Carrey. I, I've never seen it, and I also kind of don't trust you anymore with, with <laughs> Dr. Seuss animated movies. Jim Carrey's in that one, too. Oh, okay. No. And Steve Carell. I don't... Uh, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sold. I've seen it. I don't remember much of it. Carol Burnett. Just like, I will just say, like one person I love more than all of those people are Danny DeVito. <laughs> and I love Danny DeVito, and I he love him a little him. less. That's absurd, because Danny DeVito's made way worse movies than The Lorax Pal. And your your profound hatred say, of it just makes me feel like you're in love with capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, no. I mean, the, the movie is so shallow you, in that. I don't, we can't get it. I feel like I, yeah, we have to wait yeah, we get I have to that. smoke you over a fucking spit. Later oh over this, goodness. man. You're a capitalist. I'm a capitalist. No, I'm not a capitalist. <laughs> I will not let that go. I'm isolating that audio. No. Fuck the Lorax. I'm a capitalist. No. Sample it. Fuck the Dude, fuck the Lorax. Pathetic. Dear God. Anyways, oh. welcome to The Shot and the Chaser, a show where we watch one movie that some would describe as never-ending, yes. uh, and then to chase that down, we watch a wonderful movie by a very terrible author, Dr. Seuss. We watched The Lorax. It's a great movie. Mm. Don't listen to these fucks. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Awesome. Other than, other than our Dr. Seuss adventures this week, what you guys been watching? Dude. Well, we saw something together. We did? Dude. We did. What did we see together? Oh, did, shit. Did yeah, we saw Bones see? and All. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like, forgot we saw that. Guys, <laughs> that was, that like, was crazy. That, that movie was has, has stuck with me since uh, leaving the theater. Really? And honestly, like when I left the theater, I didn't think of the movie uh, impacting me like that. Right. wasn't like immediate. Um, took me a couple times to rethink it in my head and... Honestly, I watched uh, some of the trailers and just like some of the shots replay yeah. over. And when you see a lot of those really, really cool, beautiful shots, because guys, the, the, this movie is very beautiful. It is yeah, like stunning. I would, yeah. I would definitely recommend it. If you, can, if you can see it in the theater, I would. Yeah. Oh, I, thought it, I sure. thought it was a great watch. I mean, what did you guys think? I, I loved it. Yeah, honestly, I was pretty excited about it after like it premiered in Venice. And I was like, yeah, yeah this, this. Sounds getting, fucking fantastic. It's getting good attention. And then, I, but I was like trying to avoid anything about it. I didn't want to know yeah, anything before we saw it either. But yeah. I have um, I don't have Hulu like like I have Hulu with ads, uh, and it started showing me bones and all trailers, and I was yeah, like, oh, like, this looks like fucking terrible. Like the trailers it make look it look weird bad sometimes. Yeah. And I was worried. I was like, how did this do so well in Venice? Like, was everything else so unwatchable that this was this was it? Yeah, that this made Maybe. it. And the trailer makes it seem like it's like a psychological thriller, and it's yeah, just it not. It's not it that at all. That. No, it's, it's like all. a. It's I. I in my letterbox review, I described it as a carnivorous coming of age movie. It that's definitely it. It def, it is a carnivorous coming of age movie. It's just a beautiful like story. Yeah, that like the fact that they. I spoiler alert are cannibals, yeah. <laughs> which I feel like you get from like the even the trailer. Yeah, like, it's that, pretty that obvious. You do know, yeah. Like that's almost even like a, a side plot to, to yeah. this just beautiful love story. Seriously, of two people that have you know feel alone, and the, yeah, you know, how loneliness, how they overcome that, and you know, uh, you know, it's it's beautiful. Even at the the end, I almost like you're almost in tears. Yeah, how you're just overtaken it by it all. I yeah, yeah it it was weird, and I mean. And uh, 
think I noted this in the in the letterbox review that I posted, but it was weird seeing decision to leave mm-hmm. and bones and all so close together. Yeah, at least, at least yeah. for me, it gave me very similar vibes. Even though decision to leave um, wasn't as gross, but it was still like morally ambiguous. Even though bones and all is you know. Bones and all ended in a better place, honestly. In a way, you have right? Like a, this nice happy ending kind of kind feeling, of in a way, which I kind of damn it for. I, that's the I, like, the last whoa, fifteen that's, minutes that's of that movie crazy. don't ruin the movie, but it knocked my review down yeah. like real hard because I was like, I'm so like into this movie. Like this movie took me on a journey. Mm-hmm. This was fantastic. Kind of... It was a coming of age. You had a road movie in it. Like it was, it was great. And then you have this big finale that like. As soon as it begins, you know how it's going to end, and yeah. it just keeps going, and then, I don't know, it just felt, it felt like overkill in that moment. It felt like yeah, a spoon-feeding moment yes. of, like, right. just so you know, this is, this is what's happened, and it's like, we knew this is how it was going to happen. I didn't need this. Yeah, seriously, and also, it's like, I mean, the the only redeeming moment that I find in that final scene is the bones and all scene. It, yeah. It's, you know, I guess the director was like, how do I... Uh, get this moment where you get to see the bones and all. Yeah, I guess yeah. moment happening. Of course, yeah. and and you find out that they both live, and I kind of like that. Like they they stayed alive instead of. Uh, oh, that's totally not what happened. Jim. Yeah, dude, that's totally <laughs> that's, not. What that's happened. totally not what happened. Yeah. In the that's totally not. That's what like happened. a flashback. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! No. Joey didn't watch the movie. <laughs> All right, I actually am being thrown right now because I that is totally how I saw it. Spoiler so, alert to everybody listening: she ate him. Yeah. No, she did. It cut. Got eaten she, she's, fully. Yeah. Before it cuts, oh it's my her god, eating dude, him. You guys are so right. And then it like just has an empty. Oh yeah. God, Why do you think the apartment's empty? I thought that. I thought the Joey. apartment being empty was the flashback. Joey, no. No, this wasn't Tree of Life, bud. This oh, was man, this was just Bones, bones and All. Right. Uh, I kind of like the movie a little bit better, honestly, from that. that that's I what I'm saying. It's like, that. that's kind of gross. It's a I, weird. It's I, a weird movie. It is a very weird movie. And the carnival, like the carnival, the cannibal yeah, scenes are like really weird. Oh. Yeah, the skin is like so stretchy and yeah, like, it doesn't fat looking. It's <laughs> is weird. It's but bizarre. And nobody, feel loop. it feels like. I'm not a cannibal, but it feels like nobody eats a person right in that movie. Like, they're always, like, on all fours eating, and it's like, okay, totally not a thing that has to happen. (laughs) And they, like, make such a mess. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, all right, you could do better if you just, like, you wouldn't have to hide as much. I don't know. I feel like that was almost part of, like, their disease is that they had to eat it like that. What's interesting it's a weird is disease. that it sounds like, like you just animal. need some fucking iron supplements, dude. What's yeah. interesting is that I heard that um, some people are interpreting this movie um, as them being vampires who just so happen to eat. I I don't know if that's on. true. I mean, I there's a lot I never, of blood. I never weird. read. I it never read weird. the. I don't necessarily agree with it. I but. never read the book, so I don't know if like that's oh, maybe like a component to the book. But there was a book. Okay, I didn't what? Know. There's a book. Yeah. The bones and all. I found out. I, I found out that that all, yeah. Guys, I feel like I didn't even watch this movie. <laughs> I need to. There's watch the this Joey movie we know. Again. Everybody learned something <laughs> along the way. God damn it! I had no idea. I I'm blown away actually. Damn, this dude. Very moment. I I'm so sorry know. to have done this to you. No, I I love it. I uh, I love when like when we watched Tar. Mm-hmm. 
I thought, uh, I didn't realize that the Krista Taylor was uh, alive at the beginning of this movie and that she died in the middle of it. Totally missed that the first watch. <laughs> Needed a whole second watch to catch that. And I was like, what about the redhead girl at the beginning? I was like, I didn't have them even associated whatsoever. Yeah, dude. Thought it was a different redhead. <laughs> Man, come on. Yeah, dude. I'm a little slow. I, I'll give I'll give myself that. <laughs> I am slow and I need uh, some catching up. But uh, no, I'll dude. eventually get there. With a little bit of help from my buds. No, dude. <laughs> 2023 is going to be a big year for Joey. Yes. I'm going to be able to catch oh. things. <laughs> That's Nick's favorite band. What is? I was singing the Beatles, bro. Oh, Get that shit away shit from me. Get that shit out of here. What about you? What did you watch? That was pretty much it, man. Like I, I, I just watched that with you guys, Bones and all. I loved it. I think, I think it might even be nominated for possibly some Oscars. Like, I believe we'll so. I hundred, hundred and ten percent believe. It's, we'll quite, it's quite an MGM possibly. movie. I think it has the, it has the, the audience for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, definitely something. Maybe even cinematography or something. Yeah, like for sure. Because there's some something. wild cinematography choices yeah. in that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, I thought, I thought that it was just very tame. Just a great movie. It looks, it looks good. Great. It's, it's kind of feel good but it's also like kind of sad i definitely i, I gave it like a, a four out of five on my letterbox i i really liked it and i do recommend it yeah but that that ending man just like oh the ending yeah. just, stuck with you it dropped oh, it yeah, destroys well, it, not destroyed but like, it knocked down my review you man i thought you didn't like it because they lived no, and I just didn't I like it. Thrown, you just didn't like it. I felt like I felt like it was. Like it it removed the idea to imagine what was going to happen next, because it was very obvious. Like when they were like, "We're going to be normal people now." It was very obvious that that's not that wasn't going to be the way that it yeah. would work out. And like, had it cut right there, yeah, that would have been fucking great. And yeah. it didn't, which is fine. Like, I'm not like, "How dare you? How dare you not do it the way I want?" But it, yeah, for me, it just kind of bummed me out. I was like, and I felt like this was over-explaining. I could yeah. assume all this would have happened. Yeah, seriously. But, I, but I, you're, you're right. It does you're need to have the bones. Right. But it does need to have the bones and all moment where she eats bones and all. Well, I mean, it doesn't. Ha- it like, I guess I'm looking at it more so from like, I guess this is what the director wanted me to see. So it's like I think that scene is worth it. But how we get to that scene is is I agree with you. It's jarring. Yeah, it's kind of out of place. And it kind of comes out of nowhere. Sonny just kind of appears. Yeah. And he's just back in the yeah. story all of a sudden. And stabs Timmy. And <laughs> just, it's like, Timmy's dying now. Have you guys seen Call Me By Your Name? Yeah, of course. Oh. No. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. I'm not. I, like, I, I really like Call Me By Your Name, too. I was, I was kind of excited for this, his next movie. Do you know that's the guy that did the new Suspiria? Really? Yeah. Hmm. This is like, so like, he has like, Call Me By Your Name, Suspiria, and then Bones and All are like his last three movies. Whoa. He's got a lot under his belt. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of heavy hitters. Honestly, that's this one may have been. I mean, honestly, once again, this one might be nominated for some Oscars. I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely think e- even think if it, it was be. for like supporting. Stuff, yeah, whatever, or maybe even like screenplay or something like that. Just something weird and off the wall. Yeah, like I, f- I think it would be maybe nominated for something like that. I think it's got it. We hope at least the yeah. Oscars will probably let us down. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, I'm so excited to hang with the buds and just watch the Oscars. I know that's going to be a ton of fun. <laughs> Did you watch anything at all, Joey? Um, yeah, I uh, ended up catching uh, the Wonder on Netflix. So good. It was so good. So Forrest good. Pugh's best performance this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A great story. I thought I knew what this movie was going to be going into it. Same. And it was not that. And eat like first. Five minutes of the movie, you're like, oh shit, this is not the movie I thought I was about to watch. 
And uh, I, it really carried that throughout the whole movie, and it ended in such a, a great place, too, I thought. That, uh, I I mean, honestly, it's it, it felt like a movie that was too good for Netflix. Like, yes. It, it didn't make sense that this was free, basically, it felt nice. like. yeah. It's like, why isn't this in a theater yeah, making like, millions oh. of dollars? This looks so much better than anything Netflix had ever, has been putting out. Like, yeah. it's visually stunning. Every performance is so good. Every And it, yeah. it just, it all looks so good. Everything about it is great. I loved that movie. Have you seen it yet? No, not yet. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. I want to. Like, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, wow, that looks And I will say cool. the trailer doesn't even... Like, doesn't, doesn't even do it justice. It. Doesn't even do it justice. It's yeah. always a good sign. Yeah. It's always a good sign. Yeah, it's a good movie. If a trailer, like, you know, really explains what the, mo- what the movie's going for, that's not good. Not yeah, you're right, you're right. Like Moonfall. <laughs> wonder what that movie's about. Yeah, what was that one oh. about? I watched uh, Bruce Campbell's Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! So I went down. It was over Thanksgiving. We, we I went to um, we went to Molly's parents' house, and after everybody left and like we were hanging out, relaxing, her mom like was like, "All right, it's officially Christmas for me. I'm putting on the Hallmark Channel." And I was like, "Hell yeah!" And um, literally, it was the premiere. Of the Bruce Campbell Christmas movie. No way. And I was like, okay, hell yeah, let's let's do this. I, I want to see what happens here. And that is a man that, like, I, I'm telling you, he gets on set and they're like, Bruce, I need you to do this. And he's like, with pleasure. <laughs> he just goes for it. And then it he in. gives it his all while he's working with people that are like, I'm just kind of here. <laughs> but it was... It was him. I love stuff like That's that. That's so funny. Love stuff like that. It was that. Hi- it was a movie where like he um his <laughs> daughter is a journalist, um, but they're like estranged. She doesn't know who her real dad is or where her real dad is. Oh. And that's Bruce Campbell. And so she <laughs> or the Bruce Campbell's new wife tracks her down and is like, Hey, I wanted to see if you wanted to like get together and talk about this. And through bizarre circumstances she ends up like going to their house to write a an article about bruce campbell because he does like this like it's literally like a like a cajun christmas thing that they do like a bunch of french stuff and it was like there was a point where molly and i looked at each other like is this even real like this can't (laughs) be a real thing and it was it was oh my god something noel i can't remember what it was but it was it was wild it was it was so strange, but yeah, she dozed right there. It's a real thing that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And so he, um, Bruce she goes to write this article, and she's like, "I can't tell him that he that he's my dad." So the whole movie is her like writing this article about him, knowing that it's her father and him not what knowing. The hell? And oh, and he doesn't. This is know. like so complicated for like. It was bizarre, and her <laughs> Bruce Campbell's wife. Is played by the woman who plays Donna Hayward in Fire Walk with Me. Oh my god! Yeah, so I was like, why are these people in this movie, dude? Okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's very up my alley. Yeah. Spoiler alert: she reveals to him at the end that, uh, that she's she's her daughter, but like literally with like ninety seconds left in the movie. Oh my god! I was like, holy shit! Is she not gonna say anything? Like, what the? Okay. But I discovered by the end of that movie why what I don't like about Hallmark movies. Because objectively, that wasn't, like, it was bad, but it was better than other Hallmark movies I had seen. And I realized I don't like it because they literally played music throughout the whole movie. Like, it was just 
every second of the movie there was just like background music background score playing and i was like this is so distracting you don't need to direct dude. the narrative i know what i'm watching just, every single just shot do the show. yeah exactly so dude i gave it a two out of five it was weird bruce <laughs> campbell really goes in bruce campbell cries in it really it's, it's wow, nuts that's awesome. he goes into that mm-hmm. shit yeah. what's so weird is that i was on twitter the other the other day i found out that there is a Bruce Campbell film festival that goes on at the beginning of December that I'm probably going to Molly go found out about that. Year. Dude, if I would have known about it this year, I oh, probably would have gone. gone. Seriously, dude. Ted Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Come on. Who wouldn't go to that? Wait, where is it? Really? Shout out to Fresh Market Pillow Cookies. Where is it at? I'm sorry. I'm eating cookies. Where is it at again? Where the... Oh, the 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 film festival? Mm-hmm. I actually don't know. Um, oh. Let me check. Like, real quick. Like an actual I, I just retweeted it. I think it was so in it California. Should be, it should be on, on our profile. Maybe Washington. The Stanley Hotel, Estes Park, Colorado. Oh yeah, that's right. Because it's where they shot the the Shining TV show from the nineties. The Stanley Hotel. Wow. Yeah, it just says the definitive Bruce Campbell Film Festival. So there's like there's gonna be like a lot of Evil Dead fans there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, this yeah. is like an Evil Dead fan club almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, much. he did other movies. I mean, yeah. kind of. You might get the Hallmark fans there too. You know, kind of. Know. Some Hallmark. Hold fans. on, time out. There are going to be some people there who have only watched Bruce Campbell's Hallmark movie, and they're like, <laughs> what? This guy does a film festival? I'm listen to me, to listen to me good. Don't say kind of. He did so many movies other than Evil Dead. <laughs> and they were all on that level. Yeah, but like, our universe of madness. No, I'll smack you. <laughs> I'll like, smack do you, you live feel on like air. he has a following from these other movies? Are you kidding me? People love Bubba Hotep and shit like that. My name is I Bruce. S- I still haven't seen it, unfortunately. You've never to. seen it. It's so, so, so fucking stupid. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> but I've it's heard, great. I've heard great things. Yeah. Or or people people that love Burn Notice might be there. Yep. Long <laughs> ass TV show if you're, if you're in a TV. But they're also going to love. Evil Dead. Well, yeah. Probably. I mean, everybody loves Evil Dead. You're the one that's wrong, bud. Yep. Yeah, I might be. For the, Who for knows? The, for the most part, everyone loves it's, Evil Dead, bro. It's a little weird, but... I, it is a weird movie, but I also bought the 4K you know, restoration I, of the new one. So. I almost think that like your love for like Evil Dead is like similar to those... People who love like like the Hallmark movies, excuse or me, or even <laughs> like like they're in that same genre of like comfort weird that you just like you, you just like to throw on Evil Dead just because you you love what? how bizarre it's gonna be and nothing is gonna be normal whatsoever. Do you know what that be- is every, for me? Every new viewer that is listening to this is like fuck this podcast. I'm out of here. Fuck this podcast. Do you know what that is for me though? What the High Network. The high network? The high network. What do you the mean? H E I network. I, I paid I subscribed to Tim Heidecker's oh, TV. Oh I was like, what are you saying? Yeah, Why'd yeah. you do that? Because I love Tim Heidecker. That's literally what I do whenever whenever I need something like comfort, I, I throw on Tim Heidecker on my phone. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that and sounds it, and it that is sounds crazy. Anxiety inducing. Like we I That's listened to one of his shit. podcasts with Matt. 
and it was so all over the place and like it, is all over it, the place. it was one of the more bizarre things I've ever listened to <laughs> and it, it was almost anxiety inducing yes have you was... have you ever seen the the oh my god what was it the purple mattress commercials that yes. they did oh my god I know I was like what I'm your weekend going bye bye yeah. <laughs> stuff like that throughout all their skits I love I love the the whisper moments yeah I love um oh my goodness when it's... he was on I, th- uh, I think you should leave both times he was oh, on I think you should leave yep Paul Bufano Paul Bufano even even him in Us like Tim, yeah I was gonna Tim say I watched nah, Us recently and he was nah. in there I'm like what the fuck is I Tim like Heidecker doing here? that's a damn good question and and uh what's her name like Emil, uh, something Moss Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. True. Scientologist idiot. Scientologist idiot. But yeah, um, what the fuck was even the name of that Hallmark movie? I, <laughs> I technically saw it like almost twice. Christmas. Because I saw it when it premiered, and then right you... before we left, we watched like another like forty. It was on again. We watched like forty minutes of it. Uh, My Southern Family Christmas. My Southern is. Family Christmas. There's a moment where like ska plays too, and it's so what? wild oh. when it happens. This movie sounds like it's all over the place. You have no idea. Oh my god. We're about to get the the Hallmark Channel again for the holidays, and I I it's highly recommend just just watching it. Genome. Yeah, it's like six oh. bucks. You only have it for a month. And you watch all the Hallmark oh, it's movies. it's on there? It's going to be included? I would assume. I think they add... Oh, I think all be. their movies go on there. Cool. Is I really know the Hallmark movie on there? Politics. The what? Is your mom's movie on yes, there? Yes, it is. The Christmas Cottage is on the Hallmark channel. There you go. Damn, I think Matt bought it. Man, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, I'm it. just going to buy it. Support the cause. I literally end up watching it every year. I think <laughs> I think as soon as you told me where I could get it, I, I, I rented it. That year, and I've watched it every year since. I, I think I've watched it three times now. Does, it, does your mom have like a lifetime Hallmark subscription? Now? I don't know if she has a life. I don't think she has a lifetime Hallmark or or, or eh. She has. They have like cable, so they just watch it on TV. Oh, <laughs> they just gotcha, find it and just yeah. watch it. I don't know what it's, the hell just happened there. I was yeah. like, this is. I'm trying to say something, and I don't know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, yeah you're good. They you, don't have the channel. TV. They literally they have the literal channel. Oh, they have the, the channel. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that like Hallmark's not giving that to her. She just no, has cable. No, exactly. Gotcha. She has like copies of the movie. She hates that movie. <laughs> okay, I was yeah, I was curious about that. Hates it. Says it's nothing like her book. I love Ooh. how it opens, which we're gonna have to save all that. Yeah, we're yeah. Save that. save that for Spoiler another day. All right, so enough about everything we've watched. Let's talk about what you may or may not need to watch. Starting with the shot. Tree of Life. Tree of Life. It's coming straight off of the letterbox page, directed by Terrence Malick in 2011. Tagline says, Nothing stands still. <laughs> you thought you could say that again. Except time. And this maybe. is a long summary, so buckle up. The impressionistic story of a Texas family in the 1950s. The film follows the life journey of the eldest son, Jack, through the innocence of childhood to his disillusioned adult years as he tries to reconcile a complicated relationship with his father. Jack finds himself a lost soul in the modern world, seeking answers to the origins and meaning of life while questioning the existence of faith. I don't think Sean Penn <laughs> said more than eight words in that whole movie. Yeah. It's like, damn, dude, you that's, are just laying out your interpretation straight on the movie. That's yeah. something. I mean, that maybe is. that is exactly what the movie's about, but that's totally what not ever even kind of mentioned in the movie. <laughs> also, it comes in at a 3.8. 
I think that's fair. Yeah, that's kind of high for Letterbox. That's, that's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. I think anything above a 3.5 is like good. It's got a lot of five stars, though. Like, it it's does. mostly yeah. five star reviews. It's got reviews. a lot of five stars. A lot of people I follow have like high fives and lots and I got lots one guy on my letterbox that gave it a two and a half and he literally his complaint was he's like I don't know how to say this and I know I'm in the one percent I needed more of that space shit the rest of that movie was so fucking annoying but that space shit was it <laughs> the rest of that movie was so fucking annoying. I needed more that's what it could you imagine like, needing more of that I Dude, feel like it was just enough it. to like it like it brought you to the point where it drove you crazy yes and then it stopped yeah, <laughs> like that's we're very... at the point. Like I'm ready for this to end, and then it ended. And you know what else does that? What Gummo? Because <laughs> these are the exact man. same movie. No. Oh man, Gummo man. got me this, done with it quick. These two movies open the same exact way. Yeah, Nick pointed it out, yes. and I was like 110 percent, bro. Yes. Gummo, you you Star Watch. I mean, yes, it starts with the they, kid in the bunny hat, and like, but dude, if you skip over that. You're watching the same. Watching the movie. exact same movie. It's the same yeah, and, way. And by like, same movie, you mean they just are like whispering over yeah, just editing, different yeah, shots of the same way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It looks the same. It sounds the same. It does the, not the, look the, the same. The tone is exactly the same. Maybe maybe like Harmony Korine vibes because like he does that on pretty yeah. much all of his movies. So, and it has these very Lynchian moments. Like because also like the spaceship. All I was saying was like, this is Twin Peaks. This is the Make third that. season of Twin Peaks, episode eight, where the bomb goes off. And then that happened for like 40 fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then the horrible CGI Jurassic Park sequence happened. And I was like, come on, man, there's no excuse for this. Horrible CGI, but I will add that for some reason I liked how animalistic those dinosaurs looked. Yeah. And, and I don't they think weren't on was... the screen for long, but it was like, thank God. Interesting. And, like, I felt like that, like it brought it. It was just trying to tell you, okay, this is not present day anymore. We are prehistoric. But that's all it wanted to tell you. But there's no damn good reason for it because it it brought you to the beginning of time. Yeah, but like for like back and back in time, it went. It literally went from the the creation of Earth to the Big Bang. Yeah, and then it fast forward to the 1950s. (laughs) Yeah, brought you back. That's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. It does. It goes back to well, I mean that that verse because what it opens up with that. Yeah, what's the verse? You, the Job verse, like where were you? Yeah, in the Book of Job, where like where were you when I you know, laid the foundations of the earth? Just like God telling, coming back down on Job, and I'm you know I don't need to. Preach so God, so God, one ruined a guy's life just to be like, watch this <laughs> for a fucking bet. And then gaslit the fuck out of him at the end of the bet when he's like, please, why are you doing this to me? And he's like, wow, I'm really sorry you feel that way, but it's kind of fucked up that, you th- that you're questioning me right now. For, for me, you. it was like Not every you. moment in <laughs> all of like history brought him here yeah. right now to this moment. And I felt like that's even what like the God in the Bible is saying to Job, like uh, all of this. I made happen, and, yeah. and you know whatever your view is on God, like it, it just is here now, and uh, and even yeah. you, you even see uh, I can't remember his name. What's Sean's pen? Jack. Right? Yeah, Jack. Yeah, you even see Jack like him question him like wanting to go back. He's like, just bring me back, and and uh, like I, I don't want to make these mistakes. I don't ever want to get to that point where you know you almost lose his, he loses his innocence with his mom. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, can I can I go back? And he and he, you, he comes to this realization, I can't go back. Like yeah. I have to keep going forward. And I felt like that's what the movie even like it went back to bring you forward, forward. again. I feel like they yeah. could have just done it thematically. They could have done it and not. They could have done it any minutes. other. You're right. It, I will say this movie could have been quicker. <laughs> For sure. Gummo one. Treat your life zero. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It is definitely a longer movie than Gummo. I got so lost. Because it started with Brad Pitt and then suddenly it was Sean Penn and then yeah. it was Brad Pitt again and then it was the whole entire universe coming scene, together. Which would have played a lot cooler if there was some beatdown or maybe some like sunbather behind it. <laughs> God damn it, Matt. <laughs> no. No, it would not. Yes. Would not. Yes. What's wrong with you? Or like, I don't know, Deftones maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think obviously though Terrence Malick is trying to confu- confuse the audience yeah. at first. Like, you're supposed to be like, who is Sean Penn? Who is Brad Pitt? Why are they here? Why have they only said eight words this whole movie? That's so true. And, like, you're literally... They've only said, like, eight words, and you're, like, an hour into the movie, and you've watched 40 minutes of, like, Planet Earth. And... <laughs> the documentary. Streaming on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> like, literally. And, and then you and then it comes back, and I, I it's such a confusing movie at first that, like, you're, like, trying to, like, what is even happening yeah. in this whole movie? Look, I was about to tap out. Not Very tap David out. Lynch, though. I will say yes. David Lynch does do that very well. I would say even better. Not that I was not that I was gonna tap out, but I remember being very confused because I was like, "This is the movie Joey wanted us to watch, yeah. and this is the most abstract thing I've ever seen in my life." Not really, but like, this is so abstract. Yeah. What the hell? And then like the movie finally began, and as soon as like as soon as you have that scene of Brad Pitt playing the pipe organ, I was like, "Oh man, this is like a great movie." Yeah. This is it. It, it all finally has come together. I get what I'm watching now. And it's going to tell me a story as straight as it can. And it does for the most part once like you get into the the nuclear family universe. Yeah, yeah. no, for yeah. sure. And you have to get used to it jumping, you know, when yeah. it, like at just random parts. And even by the end it starts jumping uh, and like hiding things from you and you're like, Oh my god, did that happen? Did that, did, did this happen? Did he just did he just stab her? Did yeah. he just do this? And it's like, Oh no, no, he didn't and it's been for like three seconds, you're really convinced that something terrible has happened. Yeah, like the scene with um, where Brad Pitt's under the car and the kid's yeah. just like staring at the jack, and you're like, "Oh man, he's gonna do it, dude! He's gonna." The music's yep. like getting louder, yep. like he's gonna do it, and then it'll be a quick cut to him walking away, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what is going on? Did he just do it? Did you he know? do it? Yeah." And then it cuts to Brad Pitt just like playing with him and yeah. having fun, yeah. and it's like, "What?" The heck and it's you know? it's. It's weird. This is definitely like my favorite kind of acting, where like you're really relying more on facial cues yeah. for how everybody's feeling. Because you're right, nobody talks a lot, and when they do, it's all like very passive conversation. It's mm-hmm. not like set up like it's beginning of the scene. It's like you're kind of in the middle of it. You yep. show up in the middle of it, and you leave before there's really a resolution mm-hmm. to it. And so it was. It left a lot of room for interpretation, which I thought was was a good move mm-hmm. overall. And yeah, like once. Once we were out of space, I was I was comfortable and able to really vibe with the movie. I'm sure if I watched it like two or three more times, the space mm-hmm. thing would be like really profound. But in that moment, ten o'clock at night, I was like, please, yeah, it was like, like, please on, let's like, go. Come on, come on, let's, come on, come on, come on. Let's move please. it. I don't need this. I need to know why this movie's in the criterion collection. Yeah, and now on? I get it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I will say I've I've only seen this movie once before and it was like five years ago. And I remember when I watched it, the reason why I even wanted to watch it again, because I remember it was the craziest movie I've ever seen in my life at that moment right. when I watched it. Obviously, that's changed now, but 
<laughs> yeah, I, I just what? remember being so blown away by this movie that had a 40-minute Planet Earth documentary in the middle of it and just was so mind-blowing and abstract that I was like, this is so crazy and so cool. And, and I you know, watching more David Lynch since then, I totally agree with you. It, he is heavily influenced by David Lynch. You can, you can obviously see the, the influences from, like, he, he is trying to be almost this generation's David Lynch, uh, even though we're not quite done with David Lynch yet. Yeah, that's say Watch it, pal. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know why. I just, I, I didn't get the, the Lynchian vibes. I got, like, soft Lynchian vibes, but not like, whoa, this is David Lynch. There was never a scene where we were, like, so much just eating, like, a bowl of beans for, like, yeah. eight minutes. Yeah. While, like, someone's Flash playing, like, light. a violin horribly in the background. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I see, like, a lot of Mulholland Drive in it. Like, just, like, the, the when it cuts and when it's trying to actively confuse you in the movie, I'm like, wow, this is... That's a good point. It yeah. reminds me a lot. That is a very good point. I mean, obviously, David Lynch is the master of confusing anyone and bringing you Arguably to a place. Arguably so, man. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's definitely up there. Dude. Yeah. But he's also, like, my hero. So yeah. You know. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, he's amazing. Holland Drive is a great I movie. Him. I love him. He reminds me that it's Friday every Friday. Every Friday. <laughs> Thanks, man. He lets me know the weather, and he lets me know the number of the day. <laughs> and if you follow us on Twitter, you'll also be reminded. Yeah, right. Every Friday. Uh, every, Friday. Friday. every Friday. Matt retweets it. it every Friday. I try. I try. Because I, I found another account that also retweets it every Friday. Hell That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I I don't know. I think that this movie is just going off of what you guys were already saying. Like this movie is extremely spiritual in its messages. Yeah. I think that Joey, you were already saying that, and Nick, you were like saying like, oh, maybe if I rewatched it a couple of times, I'd see it because I I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. Like I think I saw it, but I wasn't into it. I mean, I, I know I know you weren't like necessarily into it, but it's like yeah. I think that the movie almost. Like I don't know if it suffers or what, or maybe maybe it's just striking a chord with me. But how much it it it's, it uh, fixates on like the power of religion over people, and um, yeah, and how much that like Freudian to take on the human psyche. You could say dictates, that again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's so much Freud in this movie. Just hand over fist. How much that dictates and uh, forces our hand, and it just makes us feel like we live in a very deterministic yeah you know reality and i love how you called it nick with the dress and when he, he fucked dress that dress no Bro. one can convince me otherwise yeah he i'm that convinced dress. too you saying it i i am you can't think anything else especially when with the lingering hugs later on and like some of the stares he's giving his mom it's the like, part where he like yells at brad Pitt and he's like she only loves me yeah. i was just like who is this Patrick Bateman piece of shit? It's so hard to empathize with this kid. Yeah. And, like, I feel like a piece of shit saying that, but, like, his whole problem in his whole life is his dad. He yeah. hates his dad so, so much. much. hates his guts. And then his dad leaves for, like, a while. And this is his chance to be happy. And yeah. instead he's immediately like, I'm going to make my mom's life a living hell, and then I'm going to sexually fixate on her. And oh, then I'm going to walk around looking depressed for the rest of the movie, wondering, why is this happening to me? Really? Yeah. You can't fucking piece it together? I know you're like 12, but dude, yeah. come the fuck on. <laughs> no, for sure. Come on, man. You know. You, you got know a good what thing you're going. doing. I, yeah. it, it definitely gives like the, the importance of fatherhood, of good fatherhood, having a, you know, a supportive 
father that teaches you, you know, right and wrong. Wouldn't you say that the movie was, I guess, questioning that already? Because that's what I think Brad Pitt was was even questioning. Like, am I am I a good father? Am I doing things right? Because by the end of it, he apologizes. See, now I kids. disagree, though. Because I think that, I think he goes through it, but like for the majority of the movie, I think he thinks he's he's being a great parent. Because he, he says something along the lines of like, you need to float down the middle of the river. Yeah. You can't always be good. You can't always be bad. And so that's why you have like these moments where they're all having fun. They're all having a good time. And the next scene will be him like being really shitty to these kids. Yeah. And it's just like, I think that he thinks he's doing the best he can. And it's not until the end when he's you know completely defeated and has nothing that he's like, I wasn't a good father to you, and I'm really sorry about that. And then the kid pre- proceeds to still be, like, mega shitty. <laughs> it's just like, dude, right. come on. For the love of God, what is yeah. wrong? What is what wrong you with doing? you? What are you doing, man? Yeah, it was... What are you doing? It was weird. And then to have it, like, suddenly jump in to, to Sean Penn, who's also still just, like, everything around me is meaningless. It's like, there's no way you spent the last 30 years just doing nothing. And then also, how does he end up on the beach? Yeah, I didn't get the whole. I mean, I, like, I felt like he was I like mean, on vacation, and obviously the movie was like trying to have those transitions with like the. See, the I thought rock. that was all metaphorical. Yeah, like all I, in thought, his head. I thought it was all. It's metaphorical. a rebirth. Dude, you're probably you're probably right because he does walk through that door. I don't know, but then at the same time he has like kids on the beach, but then the kids end up being him. So here's my theory on on that. At the beginning of the movie. Or towards the beginning of the movie. Not even the beginning. Jesus. Towards the beginning of the actual movie, after after Nat Geo, there's um a scene Nat where G- there's this woman who you never see her face, and she has, like, all these kids in the forest. And then it cuts to, like, a kid in a bedroom, and then he runs out the door, and then it cuts to the mom giving birth. I think it's... I think all of that is connected. Like, this is, like... Remember in Soul... Like when everybody when they died, they were all like in that central hub. Yeah, I think like that's what that was. Like the the woman leading the kids, like they're in the central hub, and then the kid is born, leaving his yep. leaving his home where he is now, and being born. And at the end of the movie, when Sean Penn is going through that doorway, that woman that woman whose face is covered is on the other side of the door. So I don't know if like he's having some sort of like spiritual revelation or if like he's about to, he's thinking about dying or right. something. Or maybe that's like something his dream. Like that. His dream was to have a family and a wife and that wife and that wife he he wants to be like his mother almost and so when he pictures a face he pictures his mother i don't think that i think that because at the end like the mother has like a weird like spiritual she's dead i think i yeah. think the mom is, is dead by that point and i think that she's having some i like, mean i didn't even know that bones and all that they died at the end so i but so you're coming in with a lot of takes this evening <laughs> i know i know <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't even know that. I uh, didn't even make that connection. I did not. I didn't even know that John Candy's wife was dead at the end of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I don't know if if Sean Penn died necessarily. Or just contemplated dying. Yeah, it's like, I think he just had like maybe like a change of character because the movie ends um, with Sean Penn just kind of smirking. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. I was like, that was interesting because, once again, I, I just love how much this movie jumps around and just just goes for it and goes for it and just keeps on folding in on itself. It's almost like no matter what part you're talking about, you're talking about 
parts of the like every part of the movie touches the same thematic piece. Yeah, it's a very interconnected movie. It dovetails very nicely. Absolutely, like, almost in a way that like you know how 1917 is made to look like it's one continuous yeah. shot. Like Tree of Life is one continuous feel for like an entire yeah. movie. It's like it's I just one long drawn out note, and I think that's why it also adds to its slowness. Like going back to what we said earlier, it's like it's a very beautiful movie. I think it's very powerful. It's also very slow. Like I can I can understand why people if they watch this and they're like, nah, this just is not for me. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't dock them at all. I'd and like, like Stalker's yeah, like my favorite that. movie. Right. And that's yeah. the slowest movie ever made. Right. And it's longer than this movie. Yeah. And yeah. yet I was I like throughout that whole movie, I was like, for the love of God, just something has to happen. And I think yeah. that's something that's happened, just like there needs to this movie has to be coming to an end. It yeah. just has to be wrapping up. Something has to conclude here and while i do agree that it definitely is like the same feel throughout it feels like it's it, it feels like two to three movies are smashed together making one movie that has like a very thin thread of cohesion not like a bad way but it just i don't know it's a really jarring concoction for for like anybody to watch i don't think anybody sat down and watched tree of life and was immediately like got it Totally understood yeah. what that was all about. Nailed it. Yeah, definitely Dunk. Not. It, and so I think that it's a movie that definitely requires multiple watches. And I do think it has its flaws other than its length. Mainly just the characterization of just this kid who's just shitty from life until the credits really roll. Yeah. He's just kind of like so... I don't want to say selfish, but like he's so focused on like... All this, all these things that he'll he can't get the answers to that he just doesn't have, he doesn't have anything. He's shitty to his brother. He mm. wants to fuck his mom, and he's clearly miserable as an adult. And it's just like, yeah. dude, go outside. Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally touch grass. Do something Seriously. other than be stuck in your head all day. Yeah, come on. It's like you gotta gotta do something different. Yeah, you can't just keep walking down this path. But I mean. There is a very defining moment when when the mom opens the door and he's just standing there, or maybe she like tried to shut it on him yeah. or something like that, and then he says, um, pretty much like I'm I'm gonna just completely completely defy you, and then she yeah she's you like, can't do anything to stop me yeah you can't do anything to stop me like you let him walk all over you what are you gonna do to stop me, and like from that point on it was just a completely different you know kid he was yeah. just just going crazy and i just didn't understand it it was like you got what you wanted why are you why are you tanking this yeah just out of spite sure yeah i guess spite like at it uh towards his father like with that with that line whenever they're out in the yard and then it shows uh brad pitt and uh the kid walks by him and it's like she loves me yeah not you not you and then and then it cuts to like the one scene where he's just like you can kick me out whenever you want I know you wish I was dead. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, Gummo. Yeah, Gummo. Gummo, 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 on, Gummo. Man. This is the Gummo movie. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Gummo. Yeah. I watched a different movie. Every verbal interaction that kid Every has. Every time it showed people and not space, it kind of turned into Gummo. It was. It was Gummo. It kind of turned into a Harmony kind Korean of. movie. And then it went out into space and then it was like a little bit different. <laughs> it got all fuckity at that point. I think it's... a. I think the movie just says a lot without actually really ever saying much. And it's a very open-ended movie. You can kind of interpret it however you yeah, want. Yeah, for sure. At, like, I think it's just such a spiritual movie as yeah. well because it opens up with that verse. And there's yeah. so many scenes of the mom, you know, like, 
God lives up there, like yeah. doing yeah. moments like that and um, pointing out the, the the presence of God. And then you have the father going to church and crying um, in the pews. And yeah, uh, this movie's just saying a lot about spirituality, and um, I think it's saying a lot about spirituality in the in the context of um like american capitalism seriously like, honestly yeah because he puts that torment that i guess that it puts people through because brad pitt is constantly like having has these ideas that he's trying to patent to make his family rich right and at the end he he, he fails like he mm-hmm. doesn't yep. he never makes that goal and he sees that he's he's oh done my everything. god I'm having, having a brain blast he spends his whole life being self-involved trying to get trying to have this big thing happen to him so that he could be rich yeah. and take care of everybody around him and he becomes so self-involved in that he destroys everything around him. There's a point in the movie where like Brad Pitt stops being fun and he just becomes like a, an asshole. Mm. Like he goes from mm. being like strict dad to being like here's a game you shut up for 30 minutes unless you have something important to say. Yeah, it's yeah. like what in the world like, who would say that to up? another person? Like, yeah. And he, like, was, he was so rude to his kids. Yeah. And rightfully, the mom was, like, smacking him and being like, do you like that? Do you like that? Like, yeah. She was, like, giving it back to him. Oh, my it God. It was just, it's it's interesting to see see that correlation there. But, I mean, if if I could rate it on Letterboxd, yeah, I would give it, a, like, I think the 3.8 is, like, spectacular. I per, I'd give it a 4 because I can't give it a 3.8. Yeah. But right. it's, it's good. It, it definitely has some moments that I didn't love, but... I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're looking to get into something experimental. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, if someone's looking for um, something very approachable, yet uh, it's going to expand your 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 palate in a way, um, and not not take you like so far off the deep end. This is it, right? Yeah. Here. It's just an artsy movie. It's nothing crazy. It it. I mean, it does get a little sexual, like you know, and it and it's incestuous, themes, but in a more like philosophical way, just because it feels very Freudian to me. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's trying to make statements more than show you for shit. Sure. So, um, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Um, I I would I would definitely give it. A three point five. Yeah, I give it four and a half on Letterbox. Really? And I, I yeah. stick with that. I really, I liked it a little bit more than you guys. I, I still think it was just a little. Clearly, long. it was just a little long. It could have been a little bit shorter. Yeah, I was tired. That mm. was really the only thing holding it back from a yeah. five, huh? Yeah, that's it. I loved it. I really. There was also no blood. Well, was there blood? I don't think there was any blood. I don't think so. I don't mm. think there's yeah. any blood. Gotta dock it down. It probably would have been a four if there was like you know, <laughs> a kill or, or something. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. They didn't give me nothing. Dude. I think there's a dead fish. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> See, Gummo at least has like a oh. little blood. Gummo's got dead cats and lots of it. Dead cats and yeah, that's a plus. <laughs> I love dead cats in my movies. Oh, God. but you know what movie didn't also didn't have any blood and needed to be longer, not shorter? Oh no, the Lorax. Oh my God. Oh no, tell me, tell me how great the free market is, guys. Tell me how great no, how great capitalism is. No. I feel like this movie was a perfect. not perfect, but no, it, it was a movie made by capitalists to distract pictures. you from what they're obviously doing in front of you, and. 
I, I need to say, I hate musicals, and that was reinstated I literally this said movie. It. I said it so fast. Molly and I were watching it today, and as soon as that first song came out, I'm like, this is it. This is what killed it for them. <laughs> yes. They didn't give a shit about the rest of the movie. They were like, <laughs> musical. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. that did not help. To start off, like, I, like and yeah. I think even like Matt apologized. He was like, oh, I did not remember it being like I this. didn't remember it being a musical. Yeah, it, I didn't. It threw me. It started. Through. And I was like, "Wait, I thought this one wasn't." But that, but that one's Horton Hears a Who. That that yeah. one's not a musical. So, Damn, I, that might be a better movie. I immediately remember, like, <laughs> the movie started, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I just realized I don't remember anything about this movie. Yeah, I just remember enjoying it, and I was like, "All right." I didn't like the music in this movie that much. Like as yeah. a whole, I was pretty like, eh. and. Not only is the music not not great, I'm going to start with the things I don't like about the Lorax, because I don't think it's a perfect movie. Oh, wait, no. Matt, what's the Lorax about? <laughs> I was just going to roll. I was, I was like, I'm down to roll with it. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No, I don't care. You're totally I'm fine. just so excited to talk about the Lorax. It's, yeah, it's totally fine. All right, listen. The Lorax is directed by Kyle Balda, Chris Renaud, I guess is a way to pronounce his last name. It was long ass name. Yeah, I know. And it is came that out. One or two people. There's two people. Two or... people. Two directors. Uh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it came out in 2012. Um, the tagline is Meet the Original Force of Nature. Damn straight. Danny DeVito. And then the summary is a 12 year old boy searches for the one thing that will enable him to win the affection of the girl of his dreams. To find it, he must discover the story of the Lorax, the grumpy yet charming creature who fights to protect his world. Comes in at a 2.9 on Letterbox right now. I think that's fair. <laughs> so yeah. let's just let's just get into it. Let's Here's just get the in. iconic poster. Oh my gosh! Like, what did they do to Danny DeVito's voice? Like, what if that that's was like, really what if that was like, like the shape yeah. of his body. It I was like, like this, and they he didn't had do like, anything. Like, that's not exactly like Danny DeVito. Like, I felt like it was like Danny DeVito, but like we need you to be like cheerful. Yeah, okay, and so they just, that, that, they didn't do anything to his voice, he just acted. And, and maybe that's, I need Grumpy, I, I'm also like a, I, I'm a big Danny DeVito fan from It's Always Sunny. True. That's really like, I'm not a Matilda fan, I'm not a drastically Danny different DeVito. Danny DeVito, bud. It is a very drastic, and, and maybe that's what kind of threw me, I'm not, I don't really know, I don't really watch Danny DeVito other than It's Always Sunny, really. Do you guys think it was uh, reminiscent of when DeVito was in Hercules? Hercules. No, kind of, yeah. A little bit. Hercules was, I think, a little bit different. What, I Ed? Felt like. What's that? What's that little Phil? Phil, yeah. Ed. Ed. Hercules and his trainer, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was some weird name like that. Philatides, call me Phil. Phil. Oh Philly my baby. god! But no, and also the CGI in this is like rough. <laughs> I did not remember it being so brutal, dude. It's oh, illumination. It's like the minions people. But this is yeah. pre minions. I like. I think I hate them. Like, <laughs> I like, think the, I like hate Despicable them. Me is one of my least favorite movies ever. Yeah. When I found out, that also helped like hurt this movie. When I found out it was made by the same people. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. I it's like Illumination. I think it's name. I hate them. They fucking suck. They their I, animation I is style is so bad. Like those fish are so ugly. I love where they look directly into the camera and it's bone chilling. Yes. (laughs) And it's when they're like singing the Mission Impossible theme and you're just like, oh, this is, this is horrifying. Please stop. Please. (laughs) Yeah. The, 
Yeah, I don't know why. Illumination has never been on point with their with their animation team. I, I don't know when they're going to step it up, but I, I, it's just everything looks so weird, and, and it almost looks like they animated before the actors gave it dialogue, and then the actors had to match up. Yeah, because there's, like, the parts animation. where they just, like, laugh, but there's, like, no reason to laugh. Yeah, And it's yeah. like, what's going on here? And their eyes are not clearly not like actually attached to their face no like they're it's not quite as terrifying as polar express eyes but it's no, it's yeah. still like it is still close though. it's close in a very different way it is close <laughs> but also absolutely stat cast but stat did you like it cast, but like, are you, yeah i mean did you like like zach efron that's the thing. I don't really like anybody except for Rob Riggle in this movie. I love anything that guy's in. I'm automatically like, all right, it's gonna be at least kind of funny. Yeah, this guy just talking is great. Uh, yeah, as a voice actor, he's hilarious. Yeah, what about so Ed that. Helms. Ed Helms was the one slayer. You know what happens I with Ed Helms it. now? What? Yeah, I think of you. Did you watch Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun? Yes. Yes. That's okay. Funny. Every time I see him now, I always think of <laughs> you <want> Egg Helms. <laughs> yes. Egg. Egg Helms. He, he like produced that show. Yeah. Damn, dude. Just yeah, think my name is Ed. It's Egg Helms. I'm pretty sure that I know my own name. I, I fucking love shit like that. Same. And it was it was good, but he also plays like kind of an asshole in this movie. Yes, so that's yeah. That's it's true. uh, he also looks when he's like a young the one slur, he looks like Mr. Beast, and I couldn't unsee it once oh, I realized it. Oh, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Weird. I was like, oh shit! Now this movie's getting harder to watch. This movie's becoming too real. <laughs> but no, oh. I I liked I liked the cast. I like Zac Efron. Zac I don't like Taylor cast. Swift, and it was difficult to root yeah, for a what? love interest that's voiced by Taylor Swift. Yep. Even though it's literally licorice pizza. I was hoping that <laughs> literally, she's literally dude, a musician. She's and like thirty and everything. I, I wanted. I was so surprised by how little we had Taylor Swift singing. She doesn't sing at all in this. I, I think she no. sings like one line or something at yeah. the end of the movie. Yep. And There's nothing. And, and like, Zac Efron. Yeah, Isn't like, there like a legend about this movie that was like, yeah, Taylor Swift will be a voice actor, but she's not going to sing in your in your movie. If you want her to be a voice actor, she'll be a voice actor, but she's not going to sing. I've never heard that. I would not have cast her. What if it's also just a bit because it's a comedy and they're like, what if we casted Taylor Swift <laughs> and, you, we and we don't let her sing, but we let Jenny Slate sing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's the thing. And Jenny Slate was like, oh, oh let me sing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Dude, I was about to ask you guys about that. What do you think of, of, of Jenny Slate and, and Betty White being in the same family? I gotta those, be real. Those two characters, like, working off of one another. I thought I thought some parts were, were great, and then I saw it, you know, some parts were... You ready for the hottest take of the night? What yeah. Up? I hate, hated Betty White. Hated? Hated really? Betty White. I get that. She was kind of an annoying, like, overact, overly active grandmother. She was a fucking nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> she was a fucking And nuisance. she died, I remember she died on New Year's, which was my friend's birthday. And I was like, Betty White is fucking dead. And he just sent me a picture of a baby holding a gun and said, it's Capricorn season, baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. What a way to kick off my season. I yeah um, so like R.I.P. not like saying like hell yeah I'm glad Betty White's dead but I was like I uh I did not have the same like emotional like distress that the world seemed to have after that happened true dang yeah I mean not really I never I wasn't even I never really watched like the Golden Girls or you know that show she was in Molly and I watched it pretty recent like watched through it yeah la- like last year and it was funny as fuck she's the least funny part of it but like really? it was. 
No, th- there's three three old ladies. She's the four old ladies. She's the worst one. Oh wow! Yeah, that might be a hot take. I don't know. I, that that seems like she would be the. There are so that's, many that's movies true. in her uh, yeah, catalog sure. that I've never even heard. How of. old was she when she died? She died at like ninety something. She was like 90, no, she was ninety nine. That was the wow. big deal. She didn't make it to hundred. And she was like, she was seventeen days away. Yeah. Oh my god, Betty. Betty, no. Betty, no. Dude, she played in a movie called Lake Placid. Oh, that that's a movie about an alligator. With Betty White? Is it about the Florida Lake Placid? I, it, it very well could be, but I think that there's two Lake Placid movies. One's about an alligator in New York, and I think one's about because there's a else Lake Placid in, in New York, and there's also one in Florida. I just ran because. He's from Matt is from well uh, yeah, yeah. Lake Placid and then I also used to live near Lake Placid too. Interesting. And totally like one in New York and one in Florida. Very weird. weird. I never I've never Lake even Placid. heard of Lake Placid. Well, Lake Placid. Have you ever watched the movie The Miracle on Ice or whatever it is? The where uh, Miracle the mo- the movie Miracle. Miracle. Oh, I love that movie. It took place in Placid Lake Placid, New York. Oh shit! That's oh shit! You're right. And you go there and it's literally just olympics like shops like Seriously. they just sell like olympics that's a great souvenirs. movie i would love to watch that for this podcast it's one of my favorite sports movies <laughs> yeah i'm down want to play college hockey yeah i'm down yeah yeah that took place in lake Play. i've never seen it actually ironically it's but I've so been good there. went to like a big thing where i just wanted to watch i tried to watch every single movie that like focused on hockey outside of the mighty ducks found a lot of movies found some crazy ones but that, that. that was uh that was a really good movie. Wait, do you not like the Mighty Ducks? Or no, I love the Mighty Ducks. I had already seen them, and I was like, "There's got to be other movies other than this." And there was some, there were some crazy ones, but I'm sure. we'll talk about those later. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sorry. laughs> we need to talk about how fucking great the Lorax is. No, dude, Kyle Balda, by the way, one of the directors, mm-hmm. has has directed twelve films. They're all Illumination films. Uh, eight of which actually looks like seven of which are, are minion involved. <laughs> and then the other director has only done uh, Illumination films. Actually, it looks like one DreamWorks short about that. I don't know that squirrel from Ice Age. Scrat. So, Scrat, dude. What a weird fucking name. But yeah, like. <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. Like Illumination, I'm right there with 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 Joe. I don't like Illumination, Illumination either. I don't think like... Illumination makes good movies. I think that this movie had a had a good cast. It's based on a book that I loved. Oh, for and sure, it was the first. Sure. It was one of not the first because I had seen Horton Hears a Who, but it was nice to see a Dr. Seuss movie not be like completely destroyed. That's my problem sure. with the Cat in the Hat. It's my problem with the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. They're totally, totally shitting on the book. Yeah, and I love so those books. Different. Those were integral to my childhood. And while the Lorax is definitely not like a page-for-page retelling, it still captures that essence of yeah. just like, the whole the planet, planet around yeah, you is dying. You need to care because if you don't, no one else will. And it's like, man, that's a really hard, that's a really heavy lesson to just bestow upon a child but it's so crucial and i think this movie tells that story really well for a younger audience yeah and i think like i'm Maybe. going total dad mode i'm not even a father here but like I, like if my kid wanted to see the lorax pick absolutely this is you should see that this is a very important movie to your fucking life right <laughs> it's it's like it's got it's got some good lessons and i want yeah. you to, to to watch it and if you like the movie hopefully you pick up on them you know um, I, 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 I definitely agree. This movie's got, got some good, uh, 
some good lessons and I would love um I would love my my kids to follow the lessons in this. Exactly. Just, yeah, I'm not saying pay like, attention. Yeah, Maggie needs to Yep. Sorry about the rumbling in the mic. Cat jumping on our on our studio table. Yep. She's crazy. I just like I'm not saying this is an Oscar worthy movie or anything like that, but I think that it tell it's a very it's a very good lesson, and it's, like, fun. It's not a, this spectacular movie that's life-changing, but it's a, fun, it's a fun movie with a good message all around it that has some insane plot holes that need to be addressed. Yes. Oh, sure, yeah. I, I, just, I just thought it, it, like, was not pleasing to look at. I'm not yeah. into the music at what all. Do you think of, what do you think of Hoodwinked? Ooh, that's rough. Oh, I have not seen that in a rough. while. Guys, but do you yeah. remember enjoying Hoodwinked? Yeah, I do. Okay, you know Hoodwinked looks infinitely worse than this, right? You know Hoodwinked is like scary to look at, right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I it's don't gross. remember that, but I'm sure it is. I watched it like a couple years ago, and it was it was bone chilling. Yeah, it is weird. You did not like the you didn't like Hoodwinked. Guy. I didn't like it. Why? I didn't like the way the animation looked, even when even when I was a kid. It's not supposed to look good, but that was weird and like it's not supposed to look good. Yeah. That was like what the animation looked like back then. No, that movie looked Dude, looks, what the fuck. That movie looks like significantly worse than any. Oh, it looks shit. like worse than the Jimmy Neutron movie. Who, and the Jimmy Neutron movie that? was rough. I don't remember Dude, who did I that. I do not remember Red Riding Hood. See, but it, what do you it mean? Like it did yeah. looking as crazy as she looked. Yeah. Like Dude. that is that is haunting. It's one of my dad's favorite movies. Hoodwinked. Yeah, I remember watching it and I was like, I don't like this story, bro. This story is weird. That, you want to talk about stat cast, but <laughs> yeah, like, what the isn't fuck? that scary no. to look at? Yeah, the weird <laughs> like twitching squirrel. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I love it. We're just looking at pictures of shitty so animation. We're gonna have to watch that at some point. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down to watch it. But let's. Yeah, talk- I don't know why. I just don't don't really remember liking it. Weird. Well, this seems like it was. Oh my god! Like, wonder how much it, this took to make. I bet you it was cheap. That it like it well it looks cheap, but then like Nick brought up a good point is that the Jimmy Neutron movie doesn't look that much better, and what it probably was made for around the same amount. So apparently, its budget was thirty million dollars, and I do not know. Get how out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. It was not $30 million. Uh, IMDb says $30 million. For Hoodwinked. Oh my for God. Hoodwinked. For you. I, no. I simply just believe it that the, it's lying. That has to be a typo. Yeah. It must be like 300000 oh Yeah. God. I was to say there is yeah, no like way. 300 mil. Although, I don't know. 30 mil would probably would have been for the cast because oh, every mil. cast Jesus member Christ. in that is huge. Yeah. That. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Anne Hathaway. What Glenn a budget. Close, that would have been Jim blown. Belushi. Yeah. Exhibit. Exhibits in it. Budget. Yeah. Patrick Warburton. It's it's a. Tom Kenny. Yeah. SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob. Andy yep. Dick. Got to get everyone in there. It's it is a it is a big movie that I guarantee that's where majority I guarantee that's where the budget went and that's why it looks like shit. I get that. We the just Lorax the doesn't. The Lorax yeah. doesn't necessarily suffer from that though. It doesn't. It doesn't it's look that like bad shit. for sure. It doesn't. And I don't think it looks even, you know, terrible, terrible. I've seen worse movies than this. Um, but um, I don't know why. Yeah, it's like you're right. Like as soon as, as, soon as the mu- music started, um, it just wasn't really up my uh, 
my alley. When even though there's only like musicals. four songs in this whole movie. Yeah, I mean, when they were over, they were over. I didn't even like think about them. You know, it's not like I was sitting there yeah. the time like, man, fuck this movie because it had music in it. <laughs> But it, like whenever they would play, I'd be like, "Oh man, come on, just please, like yeah, let's finish this." This movie was this. only an hour and twenty minutes long. Yeah, it yeah. flew by. Like flew I was like, by. "Hell yeah, perfect!" It was quick. But that's what makes it fly by too is the music. So it's like I can't, I can't knock it too much. But at the same time, I just wasn't that thing that was pulling me to like, you know what? I really want to throw on the lore. Actually, I did now. not feel like it flew by. How oh, it's so short, it so long, dude. To we me. watched dude. Tree of Life. Yeah, I know the Tree of like right. Tree of Life was arguably better, and it felt and so it was much about longer. an hour longer. It was like yeah, literally like an hour longer. So so yes, Tree of Life did was feel longer because it was a slow two hour and, and was minute. actually longer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lorax, Lorax maybe felt like an hour forty five minute. Okay. Still shorter. So. <laughs> You're right. Still shorter. Eighty six minutes. It's yeah. a good, it, it is, is a good, not slow burn. Not it is straight to the point. There is no deep dive. It is nope. just telling you straight up just what's going on. Going. Yeah. Don't chop down these damn trees, man. Yeah. Yep. All you do, do it. not chop down those damn trees. And what does he do? Chop down those damn trees. Those damn, damn trees for the Thneeds. For the Thneeds. It was, I thought it was like, I got it. It is a very simple lesson. But yeah, yeah. there's some weird things that go along in this movie. Like, or that go on in this movie. Like, when the fuck is this movie taking place? Because at That's one point, question. the once the references Bell Bottoms, Breakdancing, and Donkey Kong in the same I breath. I did realize that. But then he begins his journey to the forest in a fucking wagon. <laughs> yeah. But then he's got a guitar running around looking like fucking Jason Mraz. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, he had And there was like weird. a blimp, wasn't there? There's a blimp! Yep. Like... I don't understand how don't long understand. this once has been alive. Yeah. <laughs> or just existed. And, like, his family's like, you'll never succeed. And it's like, bro, he's he has quite a bit of shit. Like, right. how, how is This he man's got drip. What are you talking about? He looks like he looks like capitalist Willy Wonka. Yeah, seriously. Movie. Like, he's just going to post up in this forest, take <laughs> all this wood. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, like, once again, it's a great message um, to, to, to the viewers not to yeah. be, you know too too greedy and not to take from nature and like when it takes place i my guess is the future like i i <laughs> i thought like. i thought it was giving observation me, like but, but like but like far far in the yeah. future and honestly that's kind of like a weird connection that that tree of life and um <laughs> the Lorax acts. There you got the correlation there, there that they go. both are movies that span a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, it's just Tree of Life shoots or tries to shoot back <laughs> all the way to what it paints as the origin of the universe. The Lorax doesn't do that, but it's, in a way, it, it does at least for the forest. So, Also, what's the kid's name? Ted? Yeah. Ted? Ted, yeah. Ted. Ted's dick is out of control. This fucking man literally is like, I'm going to leave my, my steel-gated community for a goddamn oh. living tree for his neighbor. I'm going to risk everything. For my life kids. has been threatened. My life has been threatened. I, no. <laughs> Bro. Sorry, man. He's like, Taylor oh, Swift. I might be Taylor kissed Swift. by this girl named Audrey. I'm going to leave. And risk my own safety and sanity. He because literally... the what the 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 governor or like 
the ruler. What? Whoever's what in charge he? of that town, yeah, is, is the guy that's that, that's like, don't ever leave Seriously. town again. Yep. It's like, We're watching you. Yep. As soon as he stops him, I was like, I'm surprised that this kid even tried that again. I yeah. would be so afraid be if someone petrified. appeared and was like, you'll 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 just forget that this ever happened. You'll never do you it ever, again. I'm just like, oh sure, yeah. Did you ever see that meme? I'm pretty sure I've posted it a couple times where it's like, my dick is taking me to places I wouldn't even go with a gun. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt about this kid's whole story. That's so funny. He rides on his damn unawheel. Unawheel. Yeah. And like, goes through that like, uh, that almost like shrub of axes again. Yeah. If I saw that, I'd be like, I'm done. Dude. I've had absolutely enough. Or then let me jump a cliff. And do that like three times. over like the Great Wall of China almost. Yeah. <laughs> Launches himself over it. Well, no, he doesn't. Giant. He tries to launch himself over it, and he falls and goes up like Bro, that. Bro, yeah, because whoever built it built it like a a, a a half pipe or something like that. He tried to build it like a half pipe, and it just dropped. This is so crazy. It was yeah. it was weird. Um, weird. And so then that, he's out in the desert, and he goes to the one slurs place. But yeah, very dystopian, very futuristic. That's what Hannah said while we were watching. She's like, "This movie is just so dystopian." And yeah. I was like, "That is an interesting way to put it because it is. It is." kind of giving me that vibe it's not as dirty as maybe like something uh like stalker or even yeah. even something like star wars a new hope it's it's not as dirty as those types of, of oh my god the lorax is the stalker he speaks for the trees and the stalker spoke for the zone he speaks damn for the zone and we're the, goofing dude seriously mm. we should have done gummo with tree of life we should have done lorax with stalker oh damn oh you know that would have made it's so much more hindsight sense. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, you know? hindsight's twenty twenty. We can mix we it up. Know. Do you think that anybody else could have played the Lorax? Other than DeVito. Other than Danny DeVito, do you think anybody else could have voiced the Lorax better? Willem Dafoe. That would have been terrifying. Yeah. The, it would have probably been better. I'm the Lorax. <laughs> I, I speak for the trees. <laughs> I would love it so much. No, what if it was like Keanu You got no business here! <laughs> just yeah. like freaks out. What if it was like Keanu Reeves or something? That'd be awesome. I I just feel like he's the only or person like, that could have done it. Yeah. DeVito? Danny DeVito, I think, like, spoke exactly how I imagined the Lorax would speak when I read the books oh, as a kid. Oh, for sure. I mean, I... I mean, That kind of raspy, like... Like, like yeah. DeVito did, like, a stellar job, I think, at least. it. Maybe he was typecasted a little bit just because <laughs> you're of short that, of that super yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say because of his role and but honestly it's the same fucking thing for hercules too i was gonna say because of his role in hercules yeah. Yeah. we're gonna cast you because you're short and witty fuck? yeah short and witty man we need to get to veto you'll be great fuck? you'll be absolutely great in this but i like he has such a great voice and he has such a great character and he always does a, like a good job with this stuff um, but yeah, the, the, the Lorax, I just, I just don't think that this movie was written super, super well. Like, like it's, it's jokes sometimes hit, sometimes don't, but yeah. it's for children. It'd still be funny. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, there are good children movies. Yeah. They're it. called the Lorax. Like, like True. fantastic. Mr. Fox. Fantastic movie. Great movie for all ages. And I think anyone you know, uh, that's my brother's I feel, favorite movie. I feel that Fantastic Mr. Fox is a movie made for millennial adults to show their children. It's like, Damn, it's not made right, for but... kids. It's made for an adult to show a child. <laughs> that's very yeah, true. I mean, like, I don't know if a five-year-old would actually like Fantastic No, they would Mr. be like, Fox. why? This is a lot. But like, they'd be allowed to... to watch it, and there are some moral 
you know exactly that's very true and how cute would that be if you had this kid that's just like are you cussing with me right now that'd be hilarious as hell yeah (laughs) but uh, i i definitely agree um i i think that uh the the lorax is just you know run of the mill like normal matt's trying to wrap this up he does not want to talk about the lorax no i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to wrap it up but it's (laughs) like i just i feel i yeah i feel i feel the same way about it i just like this movie's okay it's just you know you know a major plot hole that i found Hmm. how the fuck does this kid know about a forest how does he know what junk food is because like they should the only thing you ever see him eating is like jello and like he like brings up like oh you know what um you know, you, you you were in this forest and you were eating junk food. And it was like, how do you know what either of those things are? <laughs> you yeah. don't even, you're not even allowed to know what a fucking tree is in this universe. How the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I, I, dude, I don't know. There was, like, so many details that I think were left uncovered. But I thought I thought it was, like, okay. I mean, the, the, the stuff that, 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 that they left, I felt, was to serve the songs. To cut some more time out yeah. so that they could fit those songs yeah. in. Yeah. Because they kind of abandoned the musical thing by the end. Um, they have like just, the one big outro song, and then they just kind of keep on, yeah, keep on keeping it, on. It reminded me a lot of like the Despicable Me movies, where it was just very simple. You got to stop saying that, man. Dumb and had no real plot or purpose besides let's save the planet. Like, wow, what a what a horrible. I mean, goal. but that's such a <laughs> basic like principle, and that's all they really say. This just in. Joey Davis wants you to litter, recycling his crystals. No, no, no. Let, Fuck this planet. Let's save nah. the planet. Joey, put the but, axe down. You can't chop down the tree. You cannot but, like, do that. Despicable Me also has those heartwarming messages that you can learn from. But it's such yeah, a but it's not dumb funny. movie. It's not funny. It's not You're funny. Right. Minions are not funny. But but Danny DeVito as the Lorax, fucking funny. Mm. Oh, my, I'm the Lorax. I speak yeah. for the trees. When he grabs his own ass and floats away to heaven, that's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I I get that. There I were glimpses that. in it. It definitely is better than Despicable Me. Infinitely. Yeah, I like, think so, for sure. I hate Despicable Me. I would rather Me, watch so this I will, than I won't Despicable Me, for sure. For sure. Yeah, hands but down. But it was too similar. Like, it, like... In, I think it's the animation style that's getting you. I think that it's because the animation style is almost identical. Also the music. Yeah, also, I think the studio rushed it and they are not maybe not rushed it but they they kept it so simple and so dumb like that the story was kind of like like what the fuck are you saying but it's not supposed to be complicated the book's like 25 pages i know but it (laughs) should it should at least like make sense and and it does make sense it makes perfect the the overall plot does but not the like 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 you're saying like well how does he know about a forest yeah you know like a lot you get a lot of that even in despicable me like what the like who it's what like, are these what are these yeah. work yeah how like how does this actually work in the universe it's like oh you want me to believe the universe but the universe is too yeah. complicated I, yeah. I mean i'm not i'm not here to 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 complain too much because nick you are 100 percent right like like the the book is only like 25 pages long so like there's not much to work with but I, but i think sure. that that also adds to why they maybe shouldn't have adapted it in in into an into but but by that logic then you can't you should they shouldn't have done the cat in the hat the grinch horton here's a who and you fuckers if love we the got if we got well, a like, cat yeah, in the hat type movie for this chaos, that, like, that would have been disgusting like if we had a live action and danny devito actually played the lorax <laughs> i would watch that so many times you are an animal that's disgusting that would be so good get out of here that would be awful 
What? Dude, like with a big mustache. What the with fuck? like the 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 like art critic in it's always sunny voice. I could see him totally playing the lyrics if like that. If it was a live action, a live movie. action movie. I wish that that fucking was made. I'm though. just saying it would have been better. It would have been just so not, off the wall. That would have been, okay, like, been easier I, to watch. I think I think that this movie was just like once again. It's just it just does everything that it needs to do. Yeah, yeah. it's not trying like, to overstretch it. It's telling a very like. Here's point A, here's point yeah, B, that's point it. A, I'm not going B. in for the artistic experience of the Lorax. Yeah. No, of course not. Going yeah, in for no. the moral lesson. No. Yeah, I, I just yes. I, I just think that that lesson isn't necessarily like creatively displayed, that's all. But like, it doesn't need to. <laughs> in your mind. In the grand <laughs> scheme of everything. In your it, mind. The, it's not War and Peace, Matt. It's the Lorax. It's, exactly. What would you have done to make that movie more compelling? I well, would have, I would have directed made the, the movie. I would have made the Lorax bleed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kill yeah, him. Like maybe you don't need to mention force and junk food. Maybe you don't have to. Like you could have made it. You're not knocking simple. it a whole point for that. You're yeah, knocking yeah. it four points. Oh, I'm not. I mean, there's so yeah, much wrong with this movie that I oh, could go man. on and on. But that's, that's one of them. What's wrong with this movie? You're you are not. I, I also will say I hate the music. Yeah, the music sucks. I, the, it and I don't it's know. Be maybe like, the like a whole star in and of itself. Yeah, oh, yeah. for so sure. Like, like enjoyment, but it's okay because music, it's only four songs. The animation. I genuinely hated watching this movie. Like it, it was just <laughs> so bad. Like like the whole movie, I just was writing down like how much I did not like it. That doesn't make sense. Nothing. Yeah. There is nothing to like profoundly hate in this movie. Yeah, it, I wouldn't say that I, I like that. I that the, I hate it. It's just one of those movies the, that it what it. The fish. That's why I would give it like I a hate. two in in my mind. I'm just gonna come like right out the gate, super hot fire. This is star. two <laughs> stars for me. Like 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 solid, two stars. solid two star. Yeah, I gave it three. That's I a, gave yeah. it one. One two three. One two three. Dan, we did one two three. We did it again, <laughs> but I feel like reverse. We yeah, honestly, last time I think okay. we did three and a half. Four, oh, it's three, three, three and a half, half four, four, four and a half, half. and oh, now, yeah, God. here I am, one, the two, smartest three. one at this table, giving it a, two, <laughs> and a three. Three, I think, is is a, is a very good conservative score, though. Yeah, I don't like, think that I'm not like that's not out of the way. It's not like you're being like this is a five star movie. I wasn't like, moved to tears by the Lorax, but I was no. just like, yeah, that's right. Like we probably shouldn't be, we probably shouldn't be living like this. And I definitely yeah, get that sure. feeling of like, oh man, this seems very unrealistic, and yet. It terrifies me that it could definitely happen. Not oh, that the Lorax sure, would like sure. exist, but like that the somebody at some air. point could charge for air. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, clean air, and then like make like a little environment dome. Yeah, and just charge to live there too. Exactly. Yeah, that would, dude. Yeah, very like once again, Hannah saying it was dystopian. I think it plays into that really well, mm-hmm. and like really does paint that type of picture for kids, and it's not in a super scary way. No, 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 is, no. Yeah, which is good. But like the one slayer is like a, a little spooky. Whenever, and they also definitely kill Rob Riggle like, at the end. Cool. Dude, yeah, they did. They absolutely kill the he fuck out of that dead. guy. Yeah, he he's dead, dead, bro. He's gone. Which I mean, like, Wipe from the yeah, it deserves it. But like, holy hell! I know. I they was they like, like they turn on him so fast. Like his henchmen yeah. are like, all right, well, we we want to plant the seed. Let's strap you to this essentially bomb and just, just let it rip. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, dude. Holy Neato. Shit. Three out of five. Yeah. Two out of five. One out of five absurd yeah do not recommend damn one star you you like hated this movie just hated it yeah that bums me out it's fine but it's still (laughs) do you have any 
any correlations other than what we've already mentioned? <sighs> correlations. I like that's the thing is that this movie being about our place in the environment and what we do to impact our environments. That was probably the biggest gleaming yeah. um, correlation that and you definitely that get, learn that through the Planet Earth documentary. And <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. I mean, well, I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking about how, how the Onceler was was able to come to grips with, with, with things of his past in in the Lorax. You're right. Through through, you know, going back through it and revisiting memories and then seeing and- hope for the future. And I don't know if that's necessarily conveyed in Tree of Life yeah. to the extent that the Lorax is. Because the Lorax is a pretty complete story. It shows you where it starts, shows you where it ends. And Tree of Life's a little bit different than that. But where it ends is kind of in a more hopeful place than where it started. And that and that's kind of where it, where the Lorax is too. And it, and it kind of is about one character dealing with or maybe rummaging through his past and finding yeah. peace with that in a way. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, my hard, the hard thing with me correlating these two movies together is that I know exactly what Laura, the Lorax is saying. It, it is laying it out there plainly. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure out what Tree of Life is definitely really saying. Yeah, you're like, and I don't so it's kind of hard to like even relate these two Dude, movies. That's okay. They both have. Uh, they're both kind of about trees. No, and I and I that think that that's my big. Cor- that's a big correlation. My I mean, correlation is in the whole movie. The whole Lorax plot is like trying to essentially plant this tree of life. There are no more trees. This is the last yeah. one. They have to plant this in order to like bring everything in back to normal. To make it, it is yeah. the tree, and it's what literally it is, is keeping tree. people alive. Yep. yep. The so, tree of life. It's what uh, effectively brings back the Lorax. Yeah. That's what brings him back. It's like brings him back to life. I'm the Lorax. He's back. Funny. He's been resurrected. Oh, um, my goodness. No, for sure. That, that, that is a huge correlation. I, I thought that just, just the titles alone were so, such, such a funny comedy. You, like, shot that out. I was like, I've never Dude, seen like, Tree of Life. Lorax. I have no idea what I'm in for. And when I watched it last night, I, I was just like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't see any correlation. Yeah, but. Yeah. Seriously, I was the same way. I was like, okay. After well. a great discussion with my buds here, though, I was like, got it. Dude, now I know dude. what this movie's same, about. Same. I get the correlations the here. That's why we always recommend that that you talk about movies as often as you can. True. And if you can involve us, please do on our social as well. Wow, um, that was great. <laughs> uh, the shot in the chaser. Uh, you can find us on there. No, excuse me, the letterbox. You can find us on there as shot the letter N chaser pod. On Twitter, we are... On Twitter, we are ShotChaserPod22 or the Shot and the Chaser Podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram at the Shot and the Chaser Pod. Um, We are on there posting reels. That's where usually you can find all of our links um, and things like that. We also post some... We've been posting a little bit more trivia about some of the movies that we've been reviewing. Um, Getting some fun crowd interaction. But if you guys ever want us to review any movies, let us know. I would say Instagram is probably the fastest way to get a hold of us. Please hit us up. Yeah, we would love to hear from you and get some some ideas under our belt. But uh, what are we doing next week? Next week, we have Santa's sleigh (laughs) and the Christmas cottage. My goodness. Hi, Mom. We're ready, let's do it! Uh, we're starting Christmas season! Be, yeah, that's right, we're finally in Christmas season. I just finished wrapping all of my Christmas presents. I have two in the mail right now, but otherwise everything is all wrapped up, sitting under my Christmas tree, ready to go. I'm going to eviscerate you guys on the airwaves. Gonna it's going to be great. 
Uh, but until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. I'm Joey. Thank you guys so much, and have a good night. Yeah. <laughs>